losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. Coming to you live, taking all of your questions at 800-321-0710. How have you been handling all of the stock market volatility? If you have questions on your portfolio, give us a call right now at 800-321-0710. It's an excellent article by, um, I believe, in the Wall Street Journal talking about Booth of the Booth School of Business. And he was 73, and he said, you know what? The best portfolio is one you construct, and you don't have to look at in times of uncertainty. And do you have that? Do you have that proper asset allocation mix? Do you have the proper tax diversification mix? We are going to make available at my retirementrealitycheck.com website the free on-point risk analyzer to those of you who go to retirementrealitycheck.com. And if you buy my book off of that website, you get three free gifts. What are they? The Maximize My Social Security or Maximize My Medicare book, Number two, or the online uh, webinar where, where you put in your Social Security green sheets. You know what they are, and we'll tell you, well, what's the optimal strategy for you? Second, the 27-point ultimate financial game plan for retirement. And third, a risk assessment of your top five strategies. You could have ETFs, mutual funds. You get to put your top five holdings in, and we will tell you just how risky it is. So call us now for our retirement reality check. There's never been a time than now. 800-321-0710. Uh, next up, uh, we're going to be joined by a special guest you won't want to miss all the way uh, from Seton Hall. So give us a call, call 800-321-0710. Richard Winchester is a a corporate tax attorney for PwC. He's a national authority on small business and federal employment tax policy. So he's going to talk right now about your questions about the stimulus and tax plan as well as what I've been learning. I'll tell you about my trip to the banks. And I have some major words for those of you who listened uh, to the TV yesterday. Um, Fox News and other media outlets were giving you false information. That small business tax thing, small business uh, stimulus program, it wasn't live yesterday. Now, maybe some banks had it live, but we called Bank of America. We called other banks, and they said no go. Richard, so before we get into that, uh, the, the, uh, 
the, the scam foisted upon us yesterday by our own government telling us that uh, they're giving billions away. I called six banks yesterday. I got crickets. And I heard only one took an online application. And then uh, I don't know if you are you are you uh, familiar with that? The small business, the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program. Yeah, I'm aware of some of that. Um, I heard the same stories Um, from what I can gather. It seems that the banks, they only got guidance the night before, right, about six hours before they were supposed to go live. And the guidance made them a little nervous. I think they wanted clarity about just how much risk they were going to be assuming under the program. Because although it is um, pitched as a program um, with no risk to the borrower, um, the lender might be assuming some risk. And that, that risk would be connected with you know, if they sort of fell short in doing their due diligence and things like this. Um, I think it was something along those lines. So it was a combination of things, concerns by the banks about how much risk they were assuming um, by extending these loans. And second, it was just the amount of time they had to prepare. That's my understanding. Yeah, that's what I heard from banks. But here's the thing. Uh, there were one or two small banks in New Jersey that were taking online applications. I called every bank in the SBA.gov uh, website. And by the way, folks, if you're a small business owner, give us a call on the PPP, 800-321-0710, or call us for our small business strategy session at 888-988-5674. I was able to find two banks that took online applications. Here's the thing. If the banks don't get their act together, and this isn't the SBA, this is the banking industry, we will have a depression. 30 million people will go out of work. So I hope the president's listening uh, Kudlow's been on stations that I've been on. I want to hear and help the economy. I want to help save the American economy. But if this does not go live next week, we could be staring ourselves into a depression because this is a great bill. It had a lot of people have a lot of hope. And then uh, they, they, they lied to us on national television yesterday saying Bank of America will take people. We called Bank of America. Bank of America will only take people if you had a previous loan with them or business banking relationship. And that was what the story we were getting from a majority of the larger banks. PNC was not live. Santander was not live. Santander said, you're not a customer. Even though you have a personal account, not a business account, we're not going to help you. So, um, and, and you know what, folks? Banks, if you're listening, we're going to name names. You may not exist next year, Mr. and Mrs. Bank, if you don't get your act together here. Now, I agree, Richard that uh, we have a problem, and the problem is they are not giving clarity regarding this risk. That seems to be what, when I talked to every bank, they said we are not, we don't know whether we're going to be in trouble if, uh, for the underwriting. So we need the Treasury then to say, hey, Mr. Bank, if you make a mistake, we're not going to hold that against you. But we need to count on the banks, the accountants, the payroll people, the tax attorney, you know, and and financial planners to save America right now because this is nothing short of that. 15 million people out of work. We'll have another 15 million people if we can't 
have small businesses make payroll. This was this was pitched as a 48-hour spigot of water so small businesses could rehire people or hire them. And so far, the day it was supposed to go live, which was Friday, we got crickets, and I called my, oh, uh, we, we'll, we'll be live Tuesday. Well, we hope. And I understand why. It's very hard to administer this. I'm not, everybody's trying their best. But when I, when I call different banks and they say, oh, you're not a customer with us, that's not what the bill said. But uh, I don't know. What, uh, what else have you well, been hearing? Give, give me some hope, Richard, because, you know, after, after yesterday with this, with this PPP rollout, um, I talked to, like, a, I talked to a lot of people this week, and and one did it successfully. So, um, interesting. You know, one. yes. Well, um, I think um, the legislation. I'm not sure. If, I believe it's the legislation. You know, there's this thing called know your customer, and um, that rule applies to this new program. You know, it's it's sort of to prevent the banks from um, lending money or giving money away to people who don't qualify, who aren't eligible. And so that would explain why you encountered banks who would do business, right, who would lend money to an existing customer, someone with whom they already had a, a, a lending relationship because they had already gone through the know your customer uh, routine. And if you were, you know, if you don't have an existing or a past lending relationship with the bank, uh, then that would complicate the process of you obtaining one of these loans. So I think that may explain the um, the answers you got. The know your customer rules apply to this program. Um, so if a company has obtained a small business loan, you know, an SBA loan from a lender, they should go to that lender. That should uh, simplify the process for them of obtaining one of these uh, payroll protection programs. But it was loans. not. But here's my problem. Uh, people are telling us you didn't need. It was a no doc loan with 48 hour turnaround time to save America as we know it. We are being forced to work from our homes and live like we live in some socialist country. We should. By the way, I have more on that later. Uh, you know, everybody stay safe. But, you know, May 1st, we should get back to work because this economy can't take any more of this. But in terms of, in terms of this uh, PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, I think it was genius because the president being a business owner, Secretary Mnuchin said, hey, what do small business owners need? They need quick access to cash, right? So it was supposed to be that the banks were a conduit merely handing out money. And then two months later, you were going to supply all the stuff. And then they were going to figure out what is forgivable. Banks have screwed this up where they're now saying, oh, you got to provide all these payroll. And, you gotta, and, and I'm even okay with that. We were ready. And every small business owner I knew was ready this week to give the 941s of the last four quarters to make the banks happy. Mm-hmm. And they still didn't get the turnaround. I am fully aware of Know Your Customer. I believe in Know Your Customer. There are many regulations. 
But in this time of crisis, we need, and we're calling on the president to get involved there, get your hands done. We need a businessman in the White House and uh, to, to say, well, enough of these four weeks of rules. Let's suspend this. Yeah, you're, you're very right, though. The banks, they're scared. They're scared that uh, three of the banks I talked to, oh, well, we can't do this because of this rule and this rule. And then we're going to end up owing the money or something. Or they were on the hook uh, if there was, I guess, if there was fraud. But um, how could there be fraud if they're running your payroll and, the, and they could look at your stubs for retirement plans? So we'll talk about that with Richard Winchester, our special uh, guest. And uh, he's going to talk next about the stimulus program and what it means for those of you. Uh, free money being handed out. So call us, 800 321 But money isn't free. So, uh, and money doesn't come with a set of uh, a game plan. So call us for your economic game plan, 888 josh And due to COVID-19, keeping many of us homebound, give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, for your special COVID-19 portfolio review. If all this has gotten your portfolio seeing better days, make sure you have the proper amount of risk for you. Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's Financial Quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there, just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH.
Richard, so talk a little bit uh, about this stimulus program and what's available. Sure. Okay, great. Um, Well, um, you know, one item that's been on a lot of people's minds are these stimulus paychecks. I shouldn't call it a paycheck, but stimulus checks that are going to most individuals. Um, It's set up to go to anybody who files tax in 2018 or 2019. And even if you didn't file a return in one of those years, uh, but you received Social Security benefits that were reported to you on a 1099 SSA, you will also be in line to get one of these checks. Um, you know, they max out at $1,200, and um, they phase out after that point. You know, if you're an individual, file an individual tax return, you'll get that amount of money. If you had no more than $75,000 in um in adjusted gross income uh, for uh, 2019 or 2018, and um, if you are, I'm sorry, it, it starts to phase out at $99,000 uh, for single individuals and 146,000 uh, for couples. So, and how much uh, do couples get? They get like 2,400, right? Correct. They get 2400 basically 1200 per person. Yeah. Well, well Richard, um, we're going to go to the phone lines. We have a comment on our on what uh, sure. from eight. We always love to take comments and Richard uh, and uh, questions for Richard. Uh, Richard is an associate professor of law at Seton Hall University uh, and a national authority in small business and federal employment tax policy. So if you're a small business owner and you have a tax question or these tax credits, Now's a great opportunity to call us at 800-321-0710. We have a guy who has a good experience with the bank. Ralph, that makes me feel so much better that you had a good experience because I only heard of one good, two good experiences. That's it. And they were both local banks um, in, the, in our area. I, I don't want to mention names, uh, but, you know, uh, I, I had a good experience. So uh, I'm, I'm mentioning bad names, though, because if you're, if you're a banker and you're not helping – in this world, this is uh, we need we need to all come together. Go ahead, uh, Ralph. Hi, hi, Josh. Yes, I have um, two contracting companies in Westchester County, New York, and I had a very good experience with Bank of America. The only frustrating part is you can't speak to anybody, you can't go into a branch. But about nine thirty yesterday morning, the application was up online. I mean, you got to do a little bit of work. You just put in your payroll numbers for two and a half. Um, uh, two time, two and a half times payroll. You fill out a few questions, and I within five minutes, I applied for the loans in both companies. It says application accepted. So it was very a positive experience. I haven't seen the money yet, but don't forget, I only did this. No, that, that's all I was asking for Friday. Was that we have right. a positive experience? So you have a good experience. Um, we called Bank of America for. Some business owners, and they said only if you had a previous loan. Did you have a previous loan with them? Is that why? Well, I have a banking relationship. I have my both my business accounts there. I do have lines of credit with them. So that goes up. People should go to their bank and apply. I mean, they're my bank. Yeah, but but just so you wonderful. Yeah, well, that's great. I'm so glad that you had that experience. But just so you know, I have to run my 
I have to run my payroll next week or I'm going to be in big trouble. That's why I hope the money does hit. And that's why I'm trying to appeal to the president, appeal to Mnuchin, work 24 hours a day to get this part of the bill. This part of the bill can Mm -hmm. save the American economy as we know it. I'm telling Mm -hmm. people, if this bill is for real, and I'll believe it when the check's in the account, right? Um, When that, you know, oh, oh, we've had had too much demand. Therefore, uh, no more money left. I also think it needs to be in affected areas. You know, like if your state isn't shut down, you shouldn't really be eligible for it. But uh, I, I... so that's good. So, so some of what we told were tr- was true about uh, Bank of America. Um, yeah, that's but but good the problem news. was the problem was with me though is this bill said you go to any depository institution. We read, I I read through the eight hundred page bill, okay, and and even this bit about you get two and a half times your payroll and all this stuff. It's two and a half times your average monthly payroll. And folks, we're talking now about the Paycheck Protection Program, not the EIDL. The EIDL is live, has been live, and seems to be going off without a hitch. But the EIDL does not have the forgivable aspect to incentivize small business owners to keep their employees. So um, I'm very glad you called, Ralph. That that gives me some hope. I I had heard good things about uh, them. I heard things about uh, Cross River Bank, and I heard things good things about Manusquam Bank. Those are the only three things now that I've heard that were good about banks. Uh, but yeah. it, I I do worry about this if you only have a business banking relationship thing, because what if you are a contractor who's kind of simple and you run you know your payroll through like paychecks or something like that. And, you know, maybe you don't have a sophisticated uh, LLC or corporate books. Uh, maybe you're kind of simple. Um, what about those people? Do you, do you know, Richard, what, what, what happens to the simple people? Because it seems that the bill is only going, the PPP part is only based on your average monthly payroll times two and a half for 10 weeks. Now, the forgivable Correct. aspect can be for payroll, lease, mortgage, interest, utilities, and retirement plans and health insurance premiums. But it seems like they're capping the loan at two and a half times average monthly payroll, But which that, again, was not in the bill. But I guess due to demand, whatever, I'm, I'm okay with that, I guess. <laughs> Have you heard about that? Because yeah, originally the cap was $10 million, and now I'm hearing the cap. Every banker I'm talking to is saying average monthly payroll times two and a half. Are you hearing anything different? Yeah. Well, no, I think um, both of those statements are true. So it's two and a half times your payroll up to 10 million. All right. So if two and a half times your payroll turns out to be 15 million, you're maxed out at 10. Right. They're not going to lend you 15 million. They will they will they will lend you 10. So both of those statements are, in fact, true. Right. But once but of course, that formula, the two and a half times payroll is just used to estimate the size of the loan. Once you get the loan, then you can use it for all the things that you talked about, right, payroll. Uh, But at the end of the day, uh, 75% of it, you know, at least 75% must be used for payroll costs. The other 25 or, you know, no more than 25% can be used for 
let's call it overhead, right? And um, to the extent you have used the money for qualified purposes or perhaps the mix, right, between payroll and overhead exceeds the limits, then that portion of the money that you got up front has to be returned um, to the bank at a 1% rate starting six months after um, uh, you've uh, provided documentation of what you did. Yeah, so all those for, statements are true. And usually we get to background. So Richard Winchester, law school professor at Seton Hall, uh, BA from Princeton, JD from Yale. Uh, what are you, um, what are you, what, what's keeping you busy now? You're, you're quite an accomplished individual. Yeah, you know, this COVID situation is really keeping a lot of uh, tax experts like me busy answering questions about the legislation. Um, you know, um, individuals are concerned about these uh, checks that are coming out from the IRS. Businesses are concerned about um, principally the program we're talking about today. Um, normally, you know, if COVID weren't around, um, most of my research and writing um, relates to small business and employment tax policy. Um, uh, before I, I entered um, teaching, um, I practiced international corporate tax for PwC and some other firms in Philadelphia and uh, Washington, D.C. So during that time, and it was about a 10-year period of time, now advising either U.S. firms investing abroad or foreign firms who were investing in the U.S. And my role was principally as a tax planner to try to get these firms to structure their business affairs or their financial transactions in tax-efficient ways. So um, trying to make sure they complied with the law but did so in a way that was most financially beneficial to them. So, so, um, yeah, we're, so we want we want some of those tips <laughs> next segment. So, folks, well, keep listen, it here. We got Richard Winchester. Yeah, cost. <laughs> so there is so uh, at a very high fee for PwC. That's great. So uh, we have some great PwC listeners you probably know. So, folks, give us a call. Eight hundred three, two, one, zero, seven, ten. We are taking uh, we have a bunch of calls coming in. Eight hundred three, two, one, zero, seven, ten on the stimulus plan, on the new tax bill. But folks, uh, take a look at your portfolio or don't. Make sure it is filled with quality companies, not debt zombies. Make sure it's not uh, filled with fly-by-night IPOs. Make sure uh, you're following fundamental analysis, asset allocation, Proper diversification strategies. Call us at 888-988-JOSH. If your portfolio has got you down, call us now. 888-988-JOSH. And you'll get the free on-point risk analyzer webinar, folks. When you schedule and keep your COVID-19 webinar, 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-5674. We'll be back after these messages. It's always on your mind. Retirement. Whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan. 
But is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's Financial Quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there, just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 Oh, when the sun beats down and burns the tar up on the roof. And your shoes get so hot, you wish your tired feet were fireproof. Under the boat, down by the sea, on a blanket with my babies, where I'll be. Under the boardwalk, out of the sun. Under the boardwalk. We are with you in the trenches for our small business owner strategy session. If you call us right now at 888-988-JOSH, we are making our brain trust available to you for one hour as a webinar. We have uh, J.K. Lasser, small business author, Barbara Weltzman, uh, want to get on webinars 2020. Uh, Richard, hey, maybe you'll be able to get on webinars if you want. I'll, I'll uh, maybe pull your arm. J.J., the CPA, who's going to be joining us in a little bit. A national expert on the PPP. Uh, folks, we're all in this together. So if you are a small business owner, uh, call us for our special small business webinar. And we will go over the different aspects of the law, how it may apply to you, how you may even get money for your 401k or retirement plan or defined benefit plan. Uh, so some fantastic things, profit sharing. So we have a bunch of calls for you, Richard. So um, we'll... Uh, if, if you don't mind joining us for this next segment, we got some callers. Go ahead. Maria, a small business owner. Go ahead. Uh, hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a small business, actually two small businesses, uh, one being a women's specialty boutique, and the second is a bridal store. Um, in one store, I have four people plus myself on payroll, and the other I have five people on payroll. Now, I was told by my accountant that um, my employees 
should go on unemployment as long as I gave them their job back when I reopened. Uh, then I was told by ADP, my uh, payroll processing company, that I needed to pay my employees during the time that I'm closed. So I just don't know uh, what I'm supposed to do. I don't want to do the wrong thing and then be uh, denied as far as the loan being forgivable. Um, so both of those statements are those statements are not inconsistent. Um, you cannot double dip, that's for sure, okay? If you look at the entire legislation, um, there are a series of programs that the federal government created to basically give um, cash flow continuity to workers. The, you know, ideally, they want workers to stay employed or to stay on the payroll, even if they're not working. So that is what the payroll protection program is all about. They don't want employers like you from cutting jobs or reducing hours and reducing payroll. So the payroll protection program gives you the money to continue paying them, whether they're working or not, right? That's, what, that's the first line of attack. But if you don't take advantage of the program or for whatever reason you, in fact, lay your people off, then they should apply for unemployment insurance. And the way that works under the new legislation is it kicks in on day one. Normally, there's a waiting period of about a week in most states, and it continues for some fixed period of time. Under the new legislation, um, the, uh, you know, there's no waiting period, and uh, they have extended the payout by 13 weeks. And on top of that, the federal government has kicked in a $600 bonus on top of whatever the unemployment benefits would have been under a state program. So, uh, so what you see is even for employees who have been furloughed or fired from their jobs, they, are, they have substantial um, cash flow continuity. Okay, so um, I think both of your advisors are correct. You know, it's just that you can't do both simultaneously. I think the federal government, the message to you is, ideally, we want you to retain your employees. And if it means um, the federal government kicking in the money to make that happen, we'll do so, up to $10 million. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Now, um, another question. Richard, I have let's interject on that. that uh, Maria, Maria, hold that thought for yes. a second. Richard, so I'm, I'm trying to talk to Richard. I'm trying to talk to the broader population, encourage, encourage you to. The PPP, if this goes off without a hitch, will prevent mm -hmm. a recession and depression. This is one of the greatest bills, if, if executed, in history. Because they are usually the government gives something and it's like stupid. It's, you know, people, there's waste, there's fraud and abuse. This is so you hire back your people. I've been talking to business owners this week and we're telling them, hire them back. Don't fire them. Wait to see if you get the money. Mm -hmm. Because this can be a time where you not can only survive, but you can thrive. You can build loyalty with your employees. You can build uh, market share, calling your existing clients. Even if you're slow in business, hey, say thanks for being a client. 
Uh, we're working around the clock trying to do customer service webinars at my firm, Wealth Quarterback, our fiduciary RIA. And we're, I'm working more uh, through this than I ever have. So, Richard, as it relates to Maria's question, the first part, and then Maria, you get to the second part. Can she go back and hire back these people, put them through payroll uh, so that she gets the full money for what's it intended and they don't have to go on employment? Because the real thing about the PPP is so they don't go on unemployment. Can she say, hey, I, you know, can she run it? I guess she could run a payroll with her payroll company for people well, she laid off. The answer right? is yes. The answer is yes. The, the legislation is clear that – um, the money is available for them to continue paying people who have never been fired, but it also is available for them to rehire people, right, um, who they may have laid off. So, again, I think the clear message from Congress is we want to ensure cash flow continuity to workers, and we ideally want that to happen by them keeping their jobs or being rehired by their employers. Uh, and if that can't happen or if that didn't happen, um, they're going to fund the unemployment insurance program to the point that enables them to continue receiving a paycheck, even, even if they're not listed as an employee on someone's payroll. So, yeah, Maria, um, I think you can't go wrong, right? I don't know what your situation is. If you've already, uh, you know, let people go, um, uh, you can still hire them back. And as long as you know, so their unemployment insurance benefits will stop, but then you can fund their paychecks through the PPP. Okay, that was and my And Maria, question. you can help know. save the economy. Maria, you can help save the economy. Everybody listening, I'm if trying. you're a small business owner, we can help save the economy. It's, it's an amazing thing. I, you know, my, uh, my accountant, uh, the guy who runs my payroll, uh, Tony McWilliams, CPA, says uh, he, he goes uh, he goes to his wife. I'm trying to save all these people's jobs yesterday. She's like, why are you going out? Uh, and that is true. True. We are now reliant on payroll people, uh, tax professionals, financial advisors and small business owners like never before. And we are going to all band together to save the American economy. And that's what I'm that's why I'm uh, speaking to the president. Uh, in the, on the radio, he's from New York, maybe he listens to WRWBC. Cudlow was on one of the stations we're on. Uh, our, our show gets national reach. I want, I'll help. I'll help bring national awareness to this. But uh, I, I don't necessarily think, you know, I think we need people in business to be a part of these, uh, you know, roundtables to encourage people. So, okay, Marie, you had a second question. Uh, go ahead. Um, my other question was, I was also told that as a business owner, I'm eligible for unemployment. Uh, does that affect anything um, in this PPP program? Well, yeah, you're really not supposed to get both from what I'm Yeah, you're not supposed to get, of. and this is what I would say, you know, for the, yeah, for the PPP, it sounds like you said you, you were being, you were, um, um, you're an employee, right, of one of your businesses. Um, no, 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 I'm not. I don't uh, take a check. I'm a sole proprietor, and I, um, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't take a check for myself, but I live off my business. Right, right. Um, 
Well, the the, PPP, the bill is really W two centric. I, I don't know what you're going to say, Richard, but uh, so yeah, you, you may know, wanna... So this is yeah. This gets a little a little complicated for me because I know the PPP. You know, if you read uh, some of the stuff that's been circulating, um, it extends to. Um, um, it's really payroll centric. Contractors, in, independent contractors, and self-employed individuals, and um, so. Um, in Marie, those I want cases, you to call back at ten. Call back, and because the guy who we're having on next, he, um, his expertise is, is that. So, okay. call back in like twenty minutes, um, because it's a little gray. The W two versus payroll. What happens if you're a sole proprietor? Unemployment. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you Those have any clarification question. on that. It's a it's a fantastic question. It, it's a very great part of the law. Here's the thing: you can pay 1099s, and and that gets credit. But a lot of the banks are saying, well, it needs to be somebody you regularly pay a 1099 to. So, do you run a payroll, Maria, or is or 1099s or no? Um, no. Yeah, well, well let's uh, let's move on. Next caller. Um, let's give other people some chance uh, to answer, ask their questions. You can call for our next guest, though, Maria, uh, just in like 30 minutes. So uh, go ahead. Actually, like 20. Go ahead. Who do we have next? Or do we got to take a break? Do I get a break? Okay. Uh, we'll take a break. Give Richard a breather. Uh, fantastic guest today, Richard Winchester. A visiting professor of law at Seton Hall and a tax lawyer. So, folks, if you have a question for Richard, call us 800-321-0710. And then uh, we will be back taking your questions on the stimulus, on the PPP, and on the tax credits. I want, I want to learn about the tax credits and some of these tax secrets of the rich, Richard. you got you got to give us something here. Uh, up next, this is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, and call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH, for a special small business strategy session webinar. Folks, if you need help in the trenches with Triple P and the Paycheck Protection Program, we will help you from a financial planning perspective, because I don't know if you know this, you can get money for your retirement plans. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. We'll be back after these messages. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's Financial Quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there, just reading this article. On what? 
New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 See the girl with symbols on her fingers entering through the door. Ruby glistening from her navel shimmering around the floor. We got John with a question for Richard Winchester. Go ahead. Oh, hello, gentlemen. Uh, Hi, John. Hi. Regarding individual benefits, uh, how is it going to be affected for anyone? um, How does it affect anyone who hasn't filed the 2018 uh, returns? Um, So if you have not filed a 2018 return, and I suppose you haven't also filed a 2019 return? I understand that that's what these people who haven't might um, might not have done as well. Right, yeah. So a couple of things. Um, I would file your 2019 as soon as possible. That at least puts you in line to get your check today or, you know, this year. The IRS is overworked and understaffed, and they're being asked to do a whole lot in a very short period of time when no one's being allowed to actually physically go to work. So it's going to be um, it's going to be a real trick that they have to pull to cut these checks to all of America within the next three weeks. So I'm not sure how quickly they're going to be able to do that. And so. Although, you know, filing your return for 2019 may actually allow you to get your check sooner, even if that doesn't happen. When you file your 2020 return, they will compute this $1,200 credit and factor it into the refund you are owed for 2020. Okay, so you may not get the money this year, but if you qualify and meet the income threshold, you will get the money as part of your refund for 2020. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Um, should he uh, – I remember reading in, in the bill that it was all based on 2018's tax return. Should he quick try to yeah, file so something the, for 2018 and then, you know, maybe you can do it online or TurboTax or something well, just to get it know, in or not um, really? You know, I, I, you know, if so, it's if if you haven't filed a twenty and you should have, right? Or and you haven't filed a twenty nineteen and you, you know, of course that deadline has been extended. Um, the question is uh, the timing. You know, I don't know how the IRS is going to pull this off. If they're going to take, okay, let's look at all of our records that we have today, April five, and we're going to base the checks off of what we have in our possession today or if they're going to constantly go back 
and see what new information they get. You know, I just don't know how they're going to pull this off. Um, well, I, I have hope on this one because I'm friends with some people who have, have knowledge on our CCO. Tom Clancy's a genius, and you know he thinks the supercomputers will pull this one off. So, I, I okay. a lot of it's supercomputer driven, right? So they're not even. That's where I think. Uh, sir, the, the one who's calling us, you may be out of luck, but then Richard gave you hope with maybe a credit applied to next year. Because I, I heard they're just basically telling the computers, 2018, boom, AGI, you get a check. So it's just going out. Like it's it's just like a spigot, real quick spigot over the next three you weeks. Would, you would hope. You would and hope. And, and it has and nothing to do with humans, like... basically. Humans are not even involved yeah. in this. Yeah. <laughs> Other maybe well, to check uh... the formula. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there'll be human intervention at some point. And, you know, lots of things happen between the time you file your 2018 and today. Right. So perhaps your account information is changed, you know, um, between 2018, 2019. So there's no bank account to make a direct deposit to, in which case now we have to talk about checks and, you know, change of addresses and all of these things. So all of those things will complicate how long it will take for the check to get to you. Yeah, I heard they're I just, they right. really don't want any complications. So it's going to, so there's going to be a lot of mistakes. Like, you know, what if you were divorced? What if you're divorced now, but you were married then? That was a question I yeah, had. I've what if you're divorced now about, and married then? I've gotten questions about that. I mean, if you were, or actually the question I really got was, uh, you know, if you're, if you were married back then and now you're divorced, Who's the check going to be made out to? Well, they're going to use the information on the return from when you were married. So the check's going to go out to, you know, the two of you. And does that joint account still exist? Well, if not, then you're probably going to get a physical check with both your names on it. And the two of you will have to endorse it in order for the check to be cashed. You know, things like this. But you're saying if somebody was single and now they're married, well, it's going to be based on their... Uh, no, no, married now, single, or you know, the specific yeah. question I got was they're still married, and they were married a couple of years ago, but oh. they're kind of separated now, but still married mm. filing jointly, and uh, the the spouse, the man, is engaging in financial abuse of the wife and hoarding right. over her financially, and and right. my answer to that question was, well, it's probably going to go to the, the bank account that you had previous in two years. Two years ago. That, that's, that would be my yeah, conclusion, too. They're going to use, assuming that account still exists, right? If the, if, 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 if the IRS uh, transfers funds to that account, it doesn't exist. I assume, you know, we're back to physical paycheck land. Um, but, yeah, well, great. These, kind, yeah, these kinds of sort of um, complications, you know, um, will, in fact, affect how fast money gets to um, some people, right? But if your situation hasn't changed over the last 12 to 18 months, then, you know, you should not have any problems, especially if you got a refund because they have the bank information. But if you didn't get a refund in 2018, right, they don't have your bank information. And so they don't know where to send it. Uh, so they're going to send it to your physical address. Let's hope you have it moved. Yeah. Crazy. Does so, that make uh, sense? yeah, wonderful. So, next question, uh, final caller for Richard Winchester. Who do we have, guys? 
since uh, we're getting so many calls, we'll take a break or, or no. Okay, so so Richard, so what other tips do you have for our listeners uh, from your from your days, uh, you know, from, from your days as a tax attorney, PwC professor? Uh, give us some good tips as we close out the interview. Give us some tax secrets of the rich. Um, you you need oh. to consult a personal tax advisor before you do anything, especially if we're talking about setting up a business. My specialty is um, uh, business planning for you know the small business person, and it is not as easy as you think. There are so many um, um, tricks or complications that enter the picture in selecting the form of business through which you operate, whether it's a corporation, a regular corporation, or an S corporation, or an LLC, right? If you're in business with someone else, whether you use one of those forms or you use a partnership, whether it's a general partnership, a limited partnership, a limited liability partnership, or a limited liability, limited partnership, all of these choices have huge implications that most uh, people who aren't familiar with tax or business law will will encounter but be completely unaware of the problems that they are encountering, right? So you've got choices about how to operate your business, and then you've got all kinds of tax questions that have to be addressed up front. Do you make yourself an investor, an employee? How do you pay yourself? Do you salary or do you withdraw the money in the form of dividends or other kinds of payouts? These are hugely consequential choices that you have to make as a business owner. And the choices you make have legal implications. They may expose you legally. They may expose you from a tax standpoint. So there is no one size fits all. I usually get, I get this question a lot. Oh, I should form an LLC, right? That is the uh, the best way of doing business? The answer is, I don't know. Tell me more about your business. So, um, um, even so get a the tax advisor. That's, that's yeah, the tip. Even, so that's even tip. the smallest business um, uh, concern will And by tax advisor, you don't mean necessarily your accountant. You mean someone who is versed in the nuances of tax law, too. So really somebody yeah, with a legal Yeah, ideally matter. a tax lawyer. Ideally, a tax lawyer, right? And, um, um, you know, accountants are accountants can do some of this work, you know, but they're primarily trained in, you know, what we call compliance, helping you make sure you you fill out the right form. So wonderful. Richard Winchester, anything you want to plug, website or anything else? I don't have a personal website, you know, Um, I'm I'm a I'm a I, I, I I'm a professor at Seton Hall. School of Law. Wonderful. In beautiful downtown Richard Newark, Winchester, New Jersey. I really appreciate you coming on. Folks, give us a call for the special small business strategy session at 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH. Don't miss next hour. We have JJ, the CPA, backed by popular demand. 
Tired of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. And we have a CPA who's been practicing for 27 years, uh, backed by popular demand to get uh, to get your questions answered. And uh, before last week, he had about 2,000 views on his YouTube. And I think thanks to a lot of our listeners, because we're not two of the biggest stations in the country. Now he's getting uh, JJ, the CPA, getting national notoriety as a national expert on the PPP, uh, thousands of views on his YouTube uh, uh, channel now. So, J.J., uh, thanks for joining us. J.J., are you happy? Are you depressed? Are you uh, – I was kind of depressed yesterday when the rollout of the PPP did not go as planned. So give me some hope because I'm, yeah, I'm livid. Know. I called six yeah. banks – Got six different answers, although I get a call from my banker today while I was doing the show that they are uh, taking it online, finally. Oh, um, wow, good. I, I don't know, though, if these online cues are for real. I think they're doing it because people are just getting angry. But I don't know. What yeah. do you think? So, Well, I just, uh, I just released a video this morning talking that next week we'll probably have angry mobs. I think I'm just worn out and I'm worn out because I feel like I'm playing a tennis match with myself and the banks are trying to get guidance from the SBA. I think the most disappointing news yesterday, Josh, was that in the SBA guidelines, when you look at now the forgiveness amount and when you're then looking at including payroll costs, it indicates that the payroll is not going to be what you paid your employees. It is going to be the net check. So if you pay your employees, um, you know, just say you have one employee and you pay them 60,000 a year and there's social security and Medicare withheld, there's federal income tax withheld. And so let's just say for grins that uh, that person making 60 grand, you know, their take home is, you know, 50 grand. So in the final analysis here, what the government is saying is that come time for calcula- calculating up the forgiveness, only 50 grand of that example will be forgiven. So it almost now has guaranteed that none of the loans will be 100% forgiven. So, and just as a side note, Josh, I really appreciate you having me on my show. I mean, on your show. And, um, you know, I, uh, made a comment on your Facebook and I appreciate you sharing it. And yeah, in the last 10 days, um, I can, I can send a, I can send a screenshot to you cause it sounds unbelievable, but I've got 303,000 
views, and I've got 280,000 views just in the last uh, seven days, and then I've got 28,000 hours watched, and I've gained about 6,200 subscribers, and I bet 6,000 of them came because of you. Yeah, well, New York Radio is is very powerful. So uh, WABC, and, and that's why I want you on, too. Mr. President, we're calling on you. Joshua Jensen and Josh Jelinski want to be the JJ squared team to go around <laughs> drumming yes. up business support. You need cheerleaders. You don't need yes. Jared Kushner. You don't need some rich, wealthy real estate guru. You need people in the trenches to save the American economy. You need yeah. tax professionals. You need financial advisors. And God bless Jared Kushner, but he's not the guy you want up just because he married your daughter. You want <laughs> JJ and me up, and we are going to be the my pillow guy of small business. <laughs> we need that because people need hope, and we are either going to save this economy or go through a depression. And the way yeah, yesterday I, I went off. The yeah. way that yesterday went off, we're headed to depression. But we, we have this week to change the American economy as we know it for the good. If the SBA, the banks get together, and the banks are part of the problem too. They don't want to get sued or they don't want the government to come back and say, well, uh, we need this <laughs> form. And you know what? I, I was livid. I mean, I sent you some message on LinkedIn. I figured you were too busy. And I started getting the, the banker, oh, you know, we need this form and we need this form. And Okay, you need yeah. the last four quarters of payroll. It was supposed to be yep. just a line of credit. Uh, yep. and, and, okay, every business owner that I knew said, okay, if I have to give them my last four 941s and yep. do some paperwork, I'll do that. Yep. And, and this is where you're getting people to get angry. When they're doing what they were told to do to save the American economy, they didn't lay people off because we're good voting citizens. We're not we're not asking for a handout here. Uh, right. Frank, you know, we're trying to do our part so people don't go on unemployment. Right. And we don't have 30 million Americans unemployed. So I plead yeah. with you, Mr. President. I know he listens to New York Radio. Larry Kudlow was on one of the stations that I'm on. If you're listening to New York Radio, we want to help you. We're not, we're not uh, what do they call it, the loyal opposition. We're, <laughs> we're, not, we're not Fox News where they're giving lies and telling people it's live for America. Because that's what I watch, you know, I watched it yesterday, and I love Fox News. I've been on Fox Business, all this stuff. But they were lying to the American public saying this was going off without a hitch yesterday. It was not going off without a hitch. So what do you think, J.J.? Yeah, you know, I think the hope was that it would go off without a hitch. And, you know, if they would have just maintained what they set out to do, which was just be an ATM machine, you know, show up, give us a little bit of documentation, here you go. What they did Tuesday really made this a sour deal for the banks when they took it from a 4% to a half percent loan on what wasn't forgiven. And then they came back yesterday and said, we'll make it a percent. There was a third version of the applications released Thursday night. Everybody's then filling out new ones. And, you know, I think what would make it 
different for what you and I do, Josh, is that we're not just small business owners or business owners. We're working with these businesses. We're working with these Americans. We're hearing their pains. Josh, last week, two of my clients, and I work with well-established clients, have completely decided to close the doors. They can't make it. The PPP is not going to come in time, and they're not going to be able to reopen in time. And because they have to spend the money within eight weeks for it to be forgiven, they don't anticipate being able to open in time to be able to use the money. And so what would happen is even if they decided to open, they would then end up with this money that they weren't able to use because they weren't open. And then they're now just going to owe, and they figure they're probably going to go out of business anyways. And another one was a third-generation business. Uh, they had already had a rocky year, and a big competitor from an international uh, play came in, and they had about 15 people, and they just have hit a screeching halt. Long story short is we needed this help two weeks ago, and I don't see much of it coming out next week. And I've got good friends that are bankers at the top, and you know, they're doing what they can. I think the frustration I've had with the banks is just what you were talking about is. But the banks need to wake up. The, this is part of the survival. I mean, bankers, yeah. you got to say, hey, we're going to take on. We know that the administration gets the problems of small business to some degree. We know that Mnuchin gets it because he said we need to get this money out right away. He said that two weeks ago. <laughs> right. And, um. I, I am calling on members of the administration. We're, we'll help you. You know what I mean? We'll yeah, be the PPP. I'm in. We'll be the Paycheck Protection Program cheerleaders. We think that this is a great bill to save the economy. Absolutely. Uh, but we want it to be gross, not net, right? Yep, we want exactly. It to be two, gross, not net. And we were told it was a $2 trillion stimulus. This is only $350 billion of the $2 trillion. So where's right. the other money going? Right. We're not asking money to go to Holland America and cruise lines that, uh, that, that aren't even domiciled in the U.S. We're not asking for the money to go to American Airlines and United where they jack up your rate and they should be keeping cash reserves. They shouldn't be worrying about the government. We are asking to prevent people from going on employment. So we want to help you, Mr. President. We want to help you, Larry Kudlow. But don't go on Fox Business or Fox News and lie to the American people and tell them this is going off without a hitch because Bank of America had 10,000 applications. I want to know who's getting the money within 48 hours because we were told they'd get the money within 48 hours of the application. Now, I get it. It's, it's extremely hard. You got banks are worried. Are they going to be held responsible for these? Uh, they got right. the know your customer provisions. I get that. I mean, we're all in finance. You know, there's a lot of rules. But maybe they can... If the president can say, we're going to, just like they suspend some of the stuff with the FDA, we're going to suspend some of the rules. Um, as long as you give the payroll things, you'll get it, and it'll be forgiven. But the idea was it wouldn't be forgiven until two months anyway, so it was to be giving us two months to get our act together, right? I mean, that was the yeah. point. It wasn't like yeah. it was forgiven. So I don't know. So, so you're kind of you're, you're kind of down, too, like I was. So well, we gotta we got to inject hope. I I did get hope that after I had a tirade last hour, my banker from PNC said they are live now. Um, My CCO (laughs) says this is still the fastest implementation of the largest bill in U.S. history. I get that, Tom. 
but we have we have businesses they're closing um and we're, we're there to help everybody um we're also going to talk about employer tax credits later um but pnc is live manasquan bank is live so a little you know uh cross river bank is live in our area three banks three <laughs> and kudos to them right um and Bank of America. Somebody called and said they were a Bank of America customer, and they, and they were live. So that's good. But I called Bank of America. They said no dough. No show, no dough. Uh, so we're going to get an update from JJ, the CPA, on the PPP in the trenches. I think we're two of the most engaged people on this in the country. So we're feeling your pain, people, and we're trying to help you through this. So uh, we're going to save the American economy together over the next week. And I think, share this radio show with all your friends, folks. We want it to go viral. We want it to hit the president. And we want to help the president make this what it needs to be to save the American economy. Mr. President, don't let bankers and payroll companies screw this up. Because if they screw it up, recession for many, many, you know, many quarters, not just the two quarters and we have the bounce back. The PPP was one of the greatest conceived laws I've seen in years. Let's help the president actuate it. And that's why we're going to have a small business strategy session webinar on the PPP, on business planning, on your 401k, on your defined benefit plan, and the like. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. I just got an email uh, from, a, from a dear client, said he just did Wells Fargo. Uh, they, they are just starting today to take their info. So good. You know, they're feeling the heat, these banks, they better because <laughs> uh, they may not exist if this doesn't work right. So give us a call 888-988-JOSH, uh, for your special COVID-19 small business strategy session. We are there to help you. Okay. 888-988-JOSH. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's Financial Quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there, just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? 
Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 Streisand. She's a beautiful voice. I don't know. I don't know if our listenership, though, is a big fan of Barbara Streisand. But it's a beautiful voice. So uh, go ahead. Who do we have? Uh, Maria, go ahead. We got seven calls for JJ, the CPA, and Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Uh, go ahead, Maria. Hello? Altoona. Okay, ne- go to the next caller. We got like seven calls. Uh, so next caller, go ahead, Maria. Okay, thank you. Um, yes, I'm calling back. Um, I have two boutiques. One a bridal store, and the second is a specialty boutique. And um, I don't draw a salary for myself. I am a sole proprietor, and I, you know, live off uh, what I make on my business. And I was told by my accountant that I am eligible for unemployment. Um, and I'd just like to know, first of all, if that's true. And secondly, how would that affect uh, the PPP program? Uh, would I be eligible for it, uh, for the forgiveness part of it? Real quick, are, do you know how you're taxed by chance? Are you an S-Corp or a partnership? Um, a sole proprietor. So don't you don't file a separate return? Uh, no, she does it all. Um, like she does it all with my business, and she puts my personal in all one return. Okay. Well, yes, you would qualify for unemployment, and you would be able to get the PPP. Um, it'll be April 10th when the self-employed is able to apply for the PPP. Not any real true guidance right now. If it's based on your gross or net, if I had to go based on an educational 27-year experience. I think it's going to be based on the net. And on your unemployment, we've gotten zero guidance on how they'll determine that. But what my understanding is is that it would be 600 a week. But you are going to be able to get both. One of the things that you might look at, because I know you may not want to disclose what your net income is, and I'm sure you're probably making more than this, but just real quick, um, in determining if you should get the PPP or the EIDL, which is at SBA.gov, is that if your net income is, because if you have a good accountant, you know, your net income might be less than 48000 And if your net income is less than 48000 you would be better off getting the EIDL because you won't get as much out of the PPP. And the EIDL, you get ten grand, and you don't have to pay it back, and you don't have to do anything about it. I see. Okay. No, it's more than 48000 Okay. I figured, but you sound successful, but I'm just putting it out there maybe for the other listeners. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you. And So um, if you're, if you're so a sole I'm, proprietor or LLC, you should not be applying until April 10th? Is that kind of uh, You can't. Guidance? Yeah. The, the self-employed, uh, basically the businesses that have wages is who is getting – kind of first in line on this deal, Josh. And that's how I guess it should be because she could go on unemployment, but uh, I hear that. Yeah, so, not, so the unemployment won't be available till April 15th. 
I heard they're making that more available in certain affected regions. Like are they? Oh, okay. Quicker, well, good. But I'm not, I'm not sure. I hear people are having – we had a guy on last hour who was a law professor on it. He says, like, it's, it's some expedited thing in New York and New Jersey because they're – Oh, good. Affected by COVID. I mean, we're in the hot zone. So, folks, please practice social distancing. Wear a mask. Don't go to the store multiple times. We still have not peaked. I go to, I go, you know, it's amazing, um, you know, how many people go to the grocery store because they're bored right now. So, folks, go like once a week. Get everything you need and then go once a week. That's it. That's my tip. I've, I've only left my house twice in the last 20 days, and one of it was to drive a mile just to drop something off, and then the second time uh, was the same thing, just to go drop some mail off. So I'm just staying home, playing it safe. Good job. And my um, my wife and kids have not gone outside of our domain for like four weeks. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, they don't even we, we've we've cocooned them uh, because of my little boy. Billy is eight months old. Oh, wow. Had RSV at six months and he was a preemie. So pray for Billy. So basically, I'm the only point of contact with the outside world. But if you ever go grocery shopping for six kids, I mean, oh, I got to wow. go. Yeah. I got to go at least, you know, once, twice a week. I mean, the food goes so quickly and they're all like. Why are you going shopping? You know, what are you getting us? You know, a hundred bags of Kirkland pistachios. <laughs> They're like, we're sick of eating wild sockeye salmon, Dad. Hey, uh, from Costco. Okay, who do we got next? Uh, Jeff from Long Island. Let's go, Jeff. My call. And Josh Jones, the financial quarterback, and JJ, the CPA. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Since last week, I've done about three views on JJ's website, so I'm one of the new viewers. I have a comment and a question. So the comment is, actually, I've been a um, customer at Bank of America for the last 30 years. I'm a small business owner. I'm like a platinum relationship customer. When I applied on their website yesterday, they wouldn't accept my application, however, because I don't have a line of credit, even though I've with Bank of America, even though I've done all of my banking with them for the last 30 years. So that seemed to be unfair. I don't know if any other banks are going to be doing that. The other question I have is, so I looked at the final interim report um, about what is included, if, I ever, if Bank of America ever accepts my application. Anyway, well, real quick, real quick, on that first part of your question, do you, did you call your business banker at Bank of America? Yes, I called my uh, banker, and she said, well, I should call the, this other number when I called and she okay. said that, well, that's what they said, and they're going to try to adjust it. But actually, that was their rule now. You had to have a line of credit in addition to, to um, having other banking um, relationship with them. Do you have any other places where you bank at that you could go to? Not really. I've done all my business banking there and even my personal banking there. So I'm sort um, of stuck with that. You know, there are two banks in our um, – they're, they're, I, I don't know if it's legit or not. You know, I, I'm not – I'm not warranting the safety or of any of it. Um, there's a company called Cross River Bank, which uh, it's going to be the small banks that band together and save America. Uh, Cross River is one of them that we've had success with. Manasquan is the other one. So kudos to them. 
uh, you know, Bank of America, you know, shame on you. You should, you should be giving this guy uh, help. But anyway. Oh, absolutely. I have a question for J.J. about what's included. So I looked at the final interim report. So it doesn't look like you can include this, the local and state taxes. It says, though, you, as far as the, the um, federal income tax that you deduct, that's not necessarily what the, what the um, employee is paying. They could be getting a refund on that. So is it just what you no. deduct? Is the question yeah, about is, what you it, can it, include? Yeah, you are very well informed. Thank you for watching and, and, and uh, tuning in to the YouTube channel. I really appreciate it, Josh. Thanks for putting this all together. So the first thing to note is Chase Bank is doing the same thing as Bank of America. And, and it really is a shame um, in the sense that what they're doing here, the bigger banks, is that because the rate of the loan now back to 1% um, is so low, the banks now are looking at it from an investment standpoint, which is if you had loans with them, they would, in essence, be kind of looking at, okay, well, we have a loan with this gentleman, and we're now going to take on this other loan, and if we're charging him 5% on this and only 1% on this, then it's going to maybe work out for us. But for somebody that doesn't have any other uh, you know, lending relationship with the bank, they're now just going to have money sitting on their books only collecting 1%, even though it's zero risk and what changed, and you are very much on top of it. I, I'm so glad to, to hear maybe that there's a few others out there. But what came down yesterday, and Josh, you, you're in tune with this, that, that I was up last night late because I just didn't believe it, and I was looking at uh, other interpretations as well. But my estimation now is that most of these loans, probably 20 to 25% of them are almost guaranteed not to be forgiven. And what he's talking about is on point because what happens is if you have somebody that is paying their employees, and, and let's just use a low number of one employee, $60,000 an employer is paying, the take-home for that employee is probably fifty grand, might be less, but it's fifty grand. So what the final guidelines are saying is that come forgiveness time, the employer, when handing in the payroll, they pay that employee 60K. Uh, you know, this would be on an annual basis, right? But they paid that employee 60K, but they're only going to get forgiveness of the 50K. Or just look at it as, in my opinion, depending on what the withholdings are, um, it's about, uh, you know, 20%. I've got a client. And he with he withholds his entire check. So one of the things we were looking at, though, is that it does state the required amount, which then you're taking the payroll to the tables to figure out, well, what is the required amount? Is it too low? Is it too high? But a uh, gentleman that, is, that has uh, asked the question, he's exactly right, because many employees maybe overwithhold, which just means that there is going to be less of that loan forgiven. And so anyways, the analysis on two of the clients this morning is they're not going to do it because they're not in a position where they want to end up with the loan. And this was meant to put money in the employee's pockets, period. And this is going to put money in the employee's pockets, but the employer is going to pick up the tab. And for a small business owner, 
Um, no offense to the employees, but for as a small business owner to take on another risk like that is not really worth it. And so we've got a client that they're going to have to do it anyways, but it is going to put them in a little different spot at the end. So I'm very disappointed in that because I do not believe that was the spirit of the deal. So are you hearing, I mean, uh, so we implored the president and Secretary Mnuchin. A lot of these things are confusing. So if you could say that simply, we want to implore the Treasury, Secretary of Treasury Steve Mnuchin, and the President, Donald J. Trump, to add back in what was originally intended in the bill, which was what? So give us a quick 30-second soundbite with it. What was originally included in the bill was you pay your employees, you're going to take that, monthly cost two and a half times so that the money that you're getting can pay your employees for two months. You're going to have extra for rent, utilities, and some interest, and you'll be made whole because if you do it this way and you spend it in eight weeks, all will be forgiven. And now where we're at is you're going to have to spend it in eight weeks, but whatever you do spend, we're only going to forgive the net that you've paid these employees so it's the net part that is the big twist. So, but is the net, I mean, it is significant. So we want gross, not net, Mr. President. We need you to step in this weekend. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll do whatever we can to support the small business community. And that's why we're offering complimentary COVID webinars at 888-988-JOSH to those of you who's scheduling a no-obligation review. Also, many of you are asking, can I still retire in this climate? My portfolio is down 20, 30, uh, sometimes 40%. What do you do with your portfolio in these uncertain times? Give us a call at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. And you get a free webinar with me and the financial quarterback Brain Trust. And we've even had... uh, Different professionals like JJ, like Barbara, uh, who's been uh, who's the author of the JK Lasser book for small business taxes for 2020. She said, "Hey, I'll even go in on these webinars with you." So, uh, if if you want to be involved, give us a call, eight 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 nine eight eight Josh eight 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 nine eight eight five six seven four. We'll be back after these messages. It's always on your mind, retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's Financial Quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there, just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. 
You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement, which I am, Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 small business help we're here for you let us be your ppp we're going to schedule a free ppp webinar to those of you who want it if you're a business owner give us a call 888-988 josh but here's the thing most thing with jj whether it's gross or net right i mean the average small business owner if they're relying on this bill they did something wrong they got to have enough cash i mean i agree that this bill should be gross but, I mean, we, we do have a place where people need to, you know, have cash reserves for oppor- inopportune times like we're facing now, you know. I always tell all my business owners, you need a year's worth of bills in cash in the bank if you're a business owner. You know what I mean, JJ? Yeah, I agree. Um, Real quick, on the uh, last call, I just did want to add in that they, you are still able to include the state and local employer taxes in determining, but you're not able to then do that when you get it forgiven. But I agree with you, Josh, and, and here's the deal, though. Um, the clients that have decided not to do it, it's more about, quite frankly, they didn't have any debt. And so this was a way to go, well, I, I'm going to go ahead and get this money, and I can give it to my employees. I can pay some rent and utilities because at the end of the day, if the owner is an employee, yes, they're going to get some benefit from it. But in the final analysis with a couple of clients this morning, it was more about, okay, well, I don't know that any of it's going to be forgivable because I don't know that my employees are going to be back employed in the next eight weeks. And I was willing to do that because I was going to get some dollars that, in essence, are going to be forgivable. But now at the end of the day, I'm going to get money and I'm going to pay it to my employees. And so if I get a hundred grand, and I pay a hundred grand in rent, utilities, interest, and to the employees. And at the end of the analysis, I've got twenty grand left in in a loan. Well, why not just not employ these employees? And you know, we and we're to, being a good citizen. No, that's a great point. I brought up that point yesterday morning with a client because I was kind of depressed yesterday morning in the rollout. Yeah. And they were yeah. like, "Well, what's wrong? Why are you so sad?" Because this is what happens in depressions. People who have money, they start retreating. I'm not going to take the business risk. And that was the genius of this bill by the president, by Secretary Mnuchin, that this had a thought of people who you never got a job from a poor person generally. And (laughs) you need that business owner to say, you know what, for the risk of keeping the lights on and the liability and all that stuff, 
you know what, I'm going to be a good citizen and not let my people go. So I think they're going to listen to us, JJ. I hope, you know, I hope that, um, I, I mean, I've been putting pressure on people every day. I mean, I was calling yeah. out my bank and um, he rose to the occasion this morning. He called me. I got another guy, uh, Santander, you know, they, they, they did nothing. Apparently me having a personal account meant nothing. No matter how many, yeah. no matter how much uh, money's in the account either. It made no difference. So, okay, who do we have? We've got a bunch of callers. Go ahead. Lou, uh, go yeah, ahead. Thanks for taking, yeah, thanks for taking my phone call. I got a simple question about the stimulus. Um, I didn't uh, get a uh, – I got a direct check through the mail for my income tax. Now, if I want to uh, set up a direct deposit for the stimulus, what information do I need to give the Treasury Department? So the IRS indicated that in the coming weeks is actually how it's how it's reads on the IRS website. In the coming weeks, they're going to have a provision on their website where you'll be able to go in and enter in basically your routing and account number. They have indicated that there's not a way to inform them of that. Otherwise, um, the only way that they know it, of course, is if you have filed a return previously and we're getting a refund and gave them your direct deposit info. My concern is, is, you know, every year I at least have a handful of clients that they have a different bank account, um, so there'll probably be some hiccups there. What we're hearing right now is that the first deposits uh, will not be until the week of the 15th, which does seem absolutely absurd um, that it's going to take that long. And then the week after that, they will mail them out. And so my concern is, will they be able to process the information quick enough for those that are going to log in where right now, Josh, you can log in and make a payment like very conveniently. You probably know with the IRS from working with your clients. I mean, I can log in, put in my social, a little bit of info, boom, make a payment. It seems like they should already be easily set up to just go, Hey, here's my info and here's my bank info. Make sure you're sending it here. Yeah, it sounds like um, they just walked it through. They didn't actually implement implement it yet. I agree. And from my perspective, I understand that there's a little bit of get up and go. But, you know, when you file a regular return, you get your money within 10 days, usually within 10 days, if not sooner. And that's a process of them getting your, you know, they have to take the information and process it and put the system in. Um, Doesn't make sense that it's taking this long. Absolutely makes sense no sense to me. And I'm disappointed because in my mind, I, I do think I'm, I'm now not going to predict this correctly, but you know, when it first passed and then they were saying it's going to be three weeks, I was like, you know, well, I'll be working by then. Well, I'll be back in our, you know, back in our jobs. Now I don't know that that's going to be the case now, but it's definitely going to come late. Well, I, I have more hope. So JJ, you sound like you're off your medication today. <laughs> um, you know, I, now I'm glad I'm talking to you because I was kind of a downer with the last guy. And now I'm trying to be an upper because you're down. You know, it's it's just we, we've not gotten a lot of sleep. We're working 20 hours a day for people who aren't really paying us because they're broke. Right. Not getting right. any new business. So I, I, I relate to you. Um, yep. I get people who are offering the small business strategy session. And they're like, uh, well, what's in it for you? Well, 
I, I just want to save the American economy, and maybe right. you'll give me some business afterwards, you know? Yeah. Or, or yeah. you can, you know, we'll help you with your 401ks, your IRAs, your, your annuities, your insurance policies. Uh, maybe you uh, want to protect your money more. Because I'll tell you, friends, if this keeps going off like it's going off, you better find some more conservative places to put your money. Uh, you know, but we get people on the phone. They're like, well, why, why are you asking us, like, who, who we are and what's our date of birth? Well, I got to get to know you. I got to get to know how much you're putting in your 401k, your IRA, so I can refer you to the right people to help you. And um, it's funny, though. I don't know if you've gotten that, too. Like, why are you doing this, JJ? You know, like... <laughs> It's like, uh, well, we're just trying to save the American economy because we don't want there to be a depression. <laughs> okay, that, that's right. Are you there, JJ? You're with me. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I'm there with you. I started out in a massive amount of concern, just first and foremost for my clients, and there was so much information coming down the pipe that I started to put together a lot of videos. Now I've had a YouTube channel for a couple of years. I put videos on almost every day, but I needed to get info to my clients ASAP. And so I started doing the videos and then I saw that I was getting some other response. So I built a website uh, for free. Uh, it's jjthecpahelp.com. That is nothing more than a resource. You provide no information, no email. It's not a funnel. Um, you can't even find information about me or how to contact me, but I talk about the credits and surviving this also, uh, cash flow, how to save, um, and preserve and all the things about the care credit. But the reason I'm telling you that Josh is that I think when you're working with clients, uh, like we do, you can extrapolate out the feeling that we're hearing and feeling with our own clients, and then you just multiply it out. And I got to be honest with you, last week, um, I just, I broke down crying. I mean, I think part of it, I was just exhausted, but I was, I got off the phone with this small business, third generation, and, you know, was helping them decide what to do. And the ultimate decision is they're, they're going to shut it down. Now they may, they may come back, but in essence, they're shutting down. And it just really took me off guard because uh, this was not a group that I thought would be in these circumstances. And it just really struck me. And, and then probably it was also, you know, I'm averaging, you know, three to four hours a night just trying to go through everything and then yeah, doing you gotta calculations. Get, you got to get a little more sleep. You got to my, – yeah. my, my tip is, JJ, my tip six to eight hours. Um, when, I, when I'm doing is I'm working out at night with my lovely wife, and then, you know, I get I – get, I get, I'm getting like six and a half hours, seven. So um, – I, I at least recommend that. It helps in this uh, weirdness as you take on the anxiety of the clients and the people you're dealing with. So, folks, if you have anxiety about your portfolio, about the PPP, if you need help, we are here for you, working pretty much round the clock, seven days a week, 888-988-JOSH. I do have a good story that I'm going to tell you when we return from the break. Maybe it'll give you hope, JJ. Uh, there is hope for America Hope for small businesses. Uh, we're here for you. 888-988-JOSH. We are your small business headquarter. Folks, if you want the free small business strategy session, we're going to talk about the PPP, the tax credits when we return. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever. 
and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's Financial Quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there, just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 We were very happy. Well, at least I thought we were. Can somebody tell me what's got in House, a home, a family, and a man that loves her soul. Who'd believe she'd leave us to join the burlesque show? 888-988-JOSH, and we have a bunch of calls, but I want to give you hope. I talked to some business owners this week, and they are hiring people back because of the PPP. So if we get this off... I would say if the money, if we can have the processes where people get the money by next Wednesday, I think our economy comes roaring back. What say you, JJ? Do you think we'll get the money by Wednesday? I don't think we'll get the money by Wednesday, but if we get it next week, do you think people will be feeling good about this? If they, if we get it next week, it'll be good, but I'm going to probably find out that I just won the lottery as well um, because I don't see that at all. I've got a number of banking relationships, and I added up yesterday that of all the bankers that I had talked with, um, there were about 3,000 applications that they had waiting with all the, the information. And of the 3,000, um, there was about eight of them that got submitted yesterday. It's taking about an hour and a half to an hour for the banker to enter in all the information that is required um, from the information. And so I don't see how even the ones that have their applications ready to go would even get submitted Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. This was meant to be an ATM machine, Josh. It was meant to be, here's my info, give me my cash within 48 hours. I don't see how that's possible. Now just starting with how does the bank even have the time to do it? The ones that are doing it online, um, you know, maybe to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, maybe why they're doing only the ones that have loans with them right now, because possibly they have more information already on that. 
client, so to speak, to get the information entered into the SBA. But there's no way mm. it's happening. Unfortunately, n- no well, way. Well, we're going to hope. I, we're going to hope and pray, JJ. Because well, you, you, I guess I, I, I guess I am off my medication because I don't see it. I, I wish and I. No, hope. no, I don't see it either. But, but the thing is, we got to hope. We got to pray. We, we got to instill. You know, yes. they said that the U.S. <laughs> NS Comfort would arrive in a month, and the president got it there in a week. Yeah. And they said that the hospitals would be so filled that, and they are filled over here, that they I, would need a capacity at Javits and uh, USNS Comfort and all that. We, we haven't, you know, seen that type of demand yet. Now, even though, I mean, you know, they said there'd be 50,000 and then there's 13,000 in, in our area. I mean, we're in the, we're in the eye of the store. We're in the, we're in the uh, ground zero of... COVID, and it's bad. Uh, don't let anyone tell you it's fake or a hoax because, I mean, I have a dear friend who has it, and uh, pray for him if you re- remember him. Uh, unspoken guy in name, but uh, he's a friend of mine. He, he's on a ventilator, and he needs your prayers. So uh, this is not the red, you know, this only affects those in blue states. <laughs> um, th- this is the, uh, you know, um, you know, this is a real thing, folks. And uh, I, I think they can get this done because they, I mean, some of the banks got a lot of flack yesterday, right? People yelling at their bank. And now, okay, they're up. Like my bank said, okay, it'll be up on Tuesday. And now it's up today. So that's a good sign, okay? So we'll have some hope. But, folks, we are going to band together to save the American economy. And we offer our services for free to the president. So we'll help you. I mean, drum up support for this. We'll consult. We have a guy who has a question on payroll. That Why are we letting banks do this? Let's just let the payroll companies. Get that guy on now. Go ahead, payroll guy. Who is he? Ty, Hello? Todd Rowe, Connecticut. Hey, Todd. Todd Rowe, Connecticut. Go ahead, Todd. This is going out to, this is going out to Josh and JJ. Well, you, Josh, you had Tom Galasano on uh, before the shutdown, and – the payroll companies all have all the data. They already make deposits to the Treasury on a daily basis. Give them an emergency SBA charter so they can do the fraud protection. And let's get this stuff funded. That's a great idea. And Tom Galazano, let's get him back. Let's get him back tomorrow. Cal? Billionaire Tom Galazano, former of the Buffalo Sabres, Patrick Shea. He was on like a month and a half ago. Cal, see if we can get him on. Have some national, you know, I'm going to have a national task force, JJ. Who the heck am I? But I'm having a national task force. So Well, it's the passion. We got to get it. That's a great idea, Josh. Yeah, you know, with payroll companies, they already have the relationship with the government in terms of taking money and then handing it over. And they already have all the payroll information. It's already verifiable. I really thought, Josh, that – the reason it might go as fast as it does is that the IRS already has all this payroll information. They almost could automatically calculate this themselves and do a a preliminary amount. You know, you go to SBA.gov and on that EIDL, you can get an advance 10 K. You might be able to qualify for more. Now it's an either, or you either do EIDL or you do PPP, but 
from that perspective, they have an advance. There's no way that the SBA should be any different from the IRS because the SBA, I do have clients, it doesn't make sense to do the PPP because they don't have enough wage. They're doing the EIDL, and no joke, they're getting their money within 48 to 72 hours. Like, boom. Well, so we're, we're calling uh, – here's the thing, too, with the payroll thing. The only negative I see with the payroll is everybody's already going to their bank. So here's what we need to do. We need the president to call a meeting today or tomorrow, get everybody in, and say we are going to grant emergency exemption to the banks. Because the banks are really worried – are they going to be held responsible if there's fraud? Because isn't there some provision in the law where the banks are responsible for underwriting this? So if no. we remove – there isn't. So then why are the banks not screwed it up? Not in my opinion. Well, not in mine because either. They but, can't, you know. Well, they just – they you know bless their hearts. They just can't get it through their heads that they're just being a conduit here. So, um, so know, then we just, need an executive order or some absolutely. law or something we're saying, banks, you will not be held – uh, you know, banks were the black eye on America in 2008. Banks, you can be the savior of America right now. So you yep. have a choice, black eye or savior. Um, and you know, your you know financial how, lives are depending on it, Mr. Bankers. Absolutely. You know how we let the bank, you know how the banks get motivated again is we put those loans back up to 4% because here's what the analysis is. I did a video on this and I, I was like, well, these banks might be a little smarter than I was thinking, and it's not going to help us, though. But reason they're asking for more info and they're doing a little bit more underwriting is actually on the backside. It's better for them if they can take on loans that are going to be fully forgiven because now they're not having to carry a 1% loan later. And they're having to. Yeah, well, reserve. let's do that. Or let's give them a processing fee so they can have yeah. people process it. Something. We got it done now. Folks, call us. Uh, final question, JJ, Form 7200 for the employer tax credits. Um, right. uh, 30 seconds on that. Thank goodness it is out. My goodness. Uh, the one disappointing thing in when that came out, and I was really frustrated with it, but the effective date for the leave that qualifies for the credit is April 1st or after. Okay, uh, so, so folks, we'll keep you uh, in touch with that. I got to go. Thanks, JJ, the CPA. JJ, the CPA. Uh, check him out on YouTube. Uh, just Google JJ, the CPA. Folks, call me, 888-988-JOSH, for our special small business strategy session. 888-988-JOSH. Join us tomorrow, another two live hours, 888-988-JOSH.